I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey y'all, welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this is your weekly update. It's Monday, May 8th. Let's start with what you missed over the last week, then we'll move on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. All right, I hope everyone had a wonderful Kentucky Derby weekend, and obviously we will get to the result here in a minute, but as always, we're going to start with the world of baseball. A's broadcaster Glenn Kuyper used a racial slur while visiting the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. A review will be conducted, and he will remain off air until that concludes. It is believed that he, quote-unquote, mispronounced Negro when discussing the visit. And so that's why I said the name of the museum very slowly. So TBD on whether that is true or not, but that is what is believed to have happened. He did publicly apologize, but didn't directly kind of address it on air. That was, I'm sure, what was advised, but... Anyway, interesting scenario. Um, sticking with the A's, left-handed pitcher Vita Blue has died at age 73. He led the A's to three straight World Series before his career was over due to drugs. As a winner of both the Cy Young and MVP in the same year, Blue is just one of 11 pitchers to have ever done so in the same year. Also sticking with amazing pitchers, Shohei Otani of the Angels joined a very exclusive club this week. Like only the likes of Babe Ruth is in this club because he became just the second player ever to have 500 strikeouts and 100 home runs. So it is only a matter of time before we start discussing if he is the new GOAT. 
Also this week on What to Watch this upcoming week, I will be hitting on the fact that it is conference championship week for softball. So I will, I have posted the Power 5 links to those conference championships and we'll go over a lot of that in What's to Watch this upcoming week. In NBA news, we started round two. Obviously, we had a couple of games last week, but we are officially done with round one as of last week. And so now we are all in in round two, starting with the 76ers Celtics matchup that has definitely lived up to expectations as they meet for the 21st time in playoffs. Game one, the 76ers were Embiid-less, but Harden more than made up for his absence, scoring 45, which is 45 points, which is a PR for him. The 76ers take an impressive game one, 119 to 115. The Celtics came back in game two, though, to destroy the 76ers by 34 points to tie the series. By game three, though, Embiid was back to being the leading scorer for the Philly team, but that was just not enough on Friday as the Celtics still take game three. Sunday's game, though, was a thriller. Believe it or not, I actually watched it, which for those of you who know me, know I'm not a huge basketball fan, let alone NBA fan, but I did tune in to watch it, and thank goodness I did because it went into overtime, and not only that, but came down to the wire. Literally, it was the Celtics missed a three-pointer, and Harden, well, didn't. He made a beautiful three-pointer to come up clutch despite not playing great recently. This game was a different story, though, as he brought home 42 points alone, and the series is now tied 2-2. Two to two. The Nuggets had a strong second half in Game 1 to beat the Suns by 10. Jokic scored 39 points on his own and put the Denver team up 2-zip in that series. Remember, that series did start last week. The Suns did take Game 3, though, to start making up that deficit, and then they continued that momentum on Sunday. So after scoring all four quarters in the 30s, the Suns evened the series, winning 129 to 124. This another series is tied two to two. The Heat and Knicks met up for the second time on Tuesday, and the Knicks tied the series as their top two scores combined for 55 points to win by six. There wasn't a really nice long break for them before game three was on Saturday. So again, nice long break where the Heat were home and it showed. Jimmy Butler led his team to win by 19 to go up in the series two to one. But we all know where the big showdown was. It was the clash of the NBA Titans, the Warriors versus the Lakers matchup. Steph Curry versus LeBron James both had four rings apiece and were actually born in the same hospital in Ohio. But it wasn't those two making the big headlines for the first two games. The Lakers took game one by five with Davis being the leading scorer. The Warriors evened up the series in game two after Clay Thompson caught fire to help the team win by 27 and even though my voice went up and if you thought that was a lot the Lakers won game three by 30 and the LA team scored 41 points in the fourth quarter alone and again AD was the leading scorer there so the Lakers lead that series two to one they play tonight Also, it was announced this past week that 76ers Joel Embiid won the NBA MVP title for the year after finishing runner-up the last two. His stats were impressive, averaging 33.1 points, 10.2 rebounds, and 4.2 assists per 
game. And then just a quick one-liner, LeBron's son, Bronny James, has committed to play basketball at USC. So I get, I would guess, get ready to shell out some serious NIL money in Los Angeles. Little bit of football news. The 2024 college football playoff calendar has come out. The first round will take place on campuses, then to be moved then we've moved on to the quarterfinals, semifinals, and the final, all at different bowl games. Next year, the final is in Atlanta. After moving on to golf, after five years on the PGA Tour, Wyndham Clark has finally won his first PGA Tour title this weekend at the Wells Fargo Championship at Quail Hollow. Clark beat Xander Schauffele by four strokes to end the tournament 19 under par. That is the second lowest score to par ever, just second to Roy McIlroy, who is a three-time Wells Fargo champ. Tyrell Hatton and Harry English finished third, and then Adam Scott and Tommy Fleetwood were only one shot behind them. So there was a star-studded leaderboard, to say the least, after Wyndham Clark if he had faltered. But again, he won by four. Although he was leading going into the final round by two shots, that lead was gone in the first seven holes, but then Clark played the last 11 holes four under. So that definitely helps as well as Xander Schauffele just kind of missed the fairways a bunch with his driver this weekend as well. So congratulations to Wyndham Clark. Tiger Woods is also in the news this week after being sued by his ex-girlfriend, Erica Herman. She claims that he threatened to fire her from the restaurant she worked at that he actually owned if she did not sign an NDA. Now, NDAs like this can be nullified in the case of sexual abuse or harassment. So Herman is suing him for $30 million and accusing him of sexual harassment, which again nullifies that NDA. Also, she claimed that his lawyer broke up with her at an airport in October after lying to her that they were going on a weekend trip, but then the locks were changed and she was ousted from his house. It is going to get ugly to say the least. There is a hearing tomorrow, TBD, if Tiger Woods will be there. Moving along to NHL playoff news, and we had one game left in round one when we ended last week and had the um, weekly update, so I will go over that really fast before we move on to round two. We only had the game seven of the Rangers-Devils game, and the Devils came to play. The New Jersey team won 4-0 to zero to be the final team to advance. They did have a quick turnaround, though, to play the Hurricanes on Wednesday. So round two began Tuesday with the Panthers Maple Leafs kicking it off. The Panthers won game one, four to two. And then the Maple Leafs were leading game two, two to one in the first period. But then the Toronto team did not score again after that, letting the Panthers come back to win three to two. And then Sunday, the Florida team needed overtime to get the W, but they still managed it, adding to their series lead. They lead three to zero. They could advance if they win on Wednesday. The Kraken scored four in the first against the Stars, but the Dallas team came back in the third period to take game one into overtime. The Kraken got the last laugh in game one, though, taking that W. But the Stars won game two on Thursday, four to two, to even up the series. Sunday, though, the Kraken put on a clinic, beating the Stars seven to two. Yikes. Kraken are up in that series two to one. 
The Hurricanes also took advantage of the Devils' long first series. The Carolina team beat them 5-1 to one in Game 1 and then 6-1 to one in Game 2. But the Devils finally said enough is enough last night. The New Jersey team won 8-4 to four on Sunday to pick up their first game in that series. They do still trail one game to two. And then the final matchup is the Oilers-Golden Knights is a high-scoring matchup. Game one, the Vegas team won 6-4. to four. Oddly enough, the team scored half of their goals in the first period and then the other half in the second period. It was really weird. It was like 3-2 to two and 3-2 to two in both periods. It was like nicely OCD for me. Um, and then the Oilers came back to, in game two, putting it away 5-1. to one. So that series is tied. We obviously, like I said, it was the Kentucky Derby week, so I hope you grabbed your fascinators and your mint juleps because it was the best two minutes in sports. And at 15 to 1 odds, Mage won the 149th Kentucky Derby. And no one is more thankful, maybe, than his jockey. Javier Castellano, who was 0 and 15 in the well known race before winning this one. Mage only had one win coming into this derby before that, so needless to say, he was not the favorite. Odds favorite Forte was actually the fifth horse to scratch in the Kentucky Derby after stumbling on the track during a workout. This was also the first time that five horses had scratched since 1936. But let's be real, the race was overshadowed by the death of seven horses at Churchill Downs in the last week. Two on the day of the race in earlier races with injuries involving those two races. Two others earlier in the week were under the same trainer who is now under investigation. Safi Joseph Jr. is the trainer and he has been indefinitely suspended from the track. The other horses were euthanized after injuries sustained during er either earlier races or training. I have listed those horses there. I cannot find one of their names, but those horses are Chloe's Dream, Freezing Point, Wild on Ice, Take Charge Brianna, Parents Pride, and Chasing Artie. Sticking with the bad news train here, unfortunately, as we move into Olympic sports, Tori Bowie, a three-time Olympic medalist, has died at the age of 32 and no cause of death was given. So far, the police have said there is no foul, pay, foul play believed, but that she did suffer from mental health issues is kind of known throughout the track community. No other details were provided. Bowie earned a medal of each color during the Rio Olympics, gold in the 4x100 meter relay, silver in the 100, and bronze in the 200. And not to add insult to injury or death in this case, but this weekend, Tori Bowie's Diamond League record in the 100-meter dash was broken by none other than Shikari Richardson. She did pay a emotional tribute after she won, but she won the 100 against a star-studded lineup beating Sharika Jackson and Dina Asher-Smith. The Diamond League series, Diamond League season has begun and it is 14 meets all over the world ending in September. Also, the International Golf Federation has allowed Russian and Belarusian athletes to compete as nationals in international competition. That communication came out this week. And then the worst prize in the world has to go to the Carrera de la Mayor, which that may be really French way of pronouncing that, but it is a Spanish race. And 
they had to come out and apologize afterwards because they actually gave out a kitchen aid chopper to a food processor to the women who won. And it was considered very sexist, <laughs> needless to say, in, uh, in their choice of prize. That wraps up what happened over the last week. Now let's go over what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. And as always, we start with the MLB. Tuesday, the Red Sox play the Braves at 620 on TBS. You can catch Pavetta versus Morton in that pitching matchup. On Friday, they can catch two games on Apple TV Plus. Saturday, the Rangers play the A's at 3.07 p.m. on Fox Sports 1 and then catch one of two games on Fox depending on where you're located, either the Astros at the White Sox or the Padres at the Dodgers. That will be at 6.15. Sunday, you can get a double dose of baseball starting early in the morning. The Angels at the Guardians at 10.35 a.m. on Peacock and then the Cardinals play the Red Sox at 6 on ESPN. Like I said, this week is softball conference championship week, so we've got a lot of softball games to go over and not a ton of ranked versus ranked baseball games. So, But early in the week, we get underway with the SEC on Wednesday. Um, that will begin the first rounds. And so all of this will be on online on the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports, because I do not want to have to read all of them to you. Again, I will just be reading ranked versus ranked guaranteed matchups. On Thursday, the ACC also steps into action and the SEC continues. On Friday, the ACC, SEC, and the Big 12 and the Pac-12 will all be on TV starting, and there will be a ranked versus ranked matchup beginning that day. So ACC semifinal number one will be at noon on ACC Network, and semifinal two will be at 2.30. The Big 12 semifinal number one, number one Oklahoma versus either 21 Baylor or Iowa State at one on ESPNU. Then an SEC semifinal number one, that will be played at three on ESPN two and then the semifinal number two at 5 30 also on ESPN two softball semifinal if for the Pac-12 begins later at night remember they're two hours behind so they their semifinal number one begins at 6 30 on ESPN U and then at 9 30 on ESPN two also on Friday, we do have a ranked versus ranked matchup in the world of baseball. Number five, Vanderbilt versus number seven, Florida, that they play at 4.30 p.m. on SEC Network. So a little bit of a break there from all the softball. Saturday, catch the ACC, sorry, American Athletic Conference, the AAC Championship at 10 a.m. on ESPN2. Then a ranked first ranked matchup in baseball, number 17, Kentucky at 23, Tennessee at 11 a.m. on SEC Network. Then the ACC, the actual ACC Championship for softball at noon on ESPN2, followed by the Big 12 at 2 on ESPN2. And then the SEC Championship at 4 on ESPN2. And then the, finally, the Pac-12 at 9. Then on Sunday, catch the NCAA selection show. This will show all of postseason, how that's going to work for softball and who makes it. That selection show will be on at 6 p.m. on ESPN2. Lots going on there. NBA games in on Monday, game four, the Knicks versus the Heat at 630 on TNT. Remember, Miami leads that series two to one. And then the Warriors at the Lakers at nine on TNT. Tuesday, catch the 76ers at the Celtics at 6.30 p.m. on TNT. That series is tied. And then the Suns at the Nuggets at 9 p.m. on TNT as well. 
On Wednesday, the Heat at the Knicks at 6.30 on TNT, followed by the Lakers at the Warriors at 9. Thursday, catch the Celtics at the 76ers at 6.30 on ESPN, followed by the Nuggets at the Suns at 9. Then, if necessary, Game 6s will be on Friday to round out Game 6. Knicks at the Heat, that will be at a TBD time, but it will be on ESPN, followed by the Warriors at the Lakers if that's needed. No games are scheduled for Saturday. And then we have all, if necessary, games on Sunday. Either the Suns at the Nuggets, the 76ers at the Celtics, and the Lakers at the Warriors. All of those are at TBD, on TBD, except the Lakers-Warriors game. We know that will be on ABC. We just don't know the time yet. We have some USFL and XFL this weekend in the world of football. Starting on Saturday, the Pitt Maulers and the Michigan Panthers at 11.30 a.m. on USA in the USFL. Followed by the Houston Gamblers at the Birmingham Stallions at 3 on Fox. Also, Saturday night is the final XFL game of the season. It is the championship between the Arlington Renegades and the D.C. Defenders at 7 p.m. That will be on ABC. The D.C. Defenders are the favorite there. Then on Sunday, the USFL is back in action. The New Jersey Generals at the Philly Stars at 11 a.m. on NBC. And then the Memphis Showboats at the New Orleans Breakers at 2 on Fox. This weekend in the world of golf, the PGA Tour comes to Dallas. So it is the AT&T Byron Nelson. Round one begins on Golf Channel at 4 p.m. Same on Friday for round two. Also, something to note, Jordan Spieth, who is a Dallas favorite and an AT&T main sponsor, has withdrawn due to a wrist injury. Saturday, you can catch the AT&T Byron Nelson round three at one on Golf Channel, and then it moves over to CBS at two. Same goes for that final round on Sunday. Hockey playoffs continue on Monday. We get game three, the Golden Knights at the Oilers at 7.30 p.m. on ESPN. That game, that series is tied 1-1. Tuesday, game four, Hurricanes at the Devils at 6 on ESPN, followed by the Stars at the Kraken at 8.30. The Kraken are up 2-1, and also Carolina's up 2-1. Wednesday, catch game four for the Maple Leafs at the Panthers at 6 p.m. on ESPN. Florida leads 3-0, to zero, so they could put it away in that game. Also, then the Golden Knights play the Oilers that same night at 9 on ESPN. Thursday, game fives, the Devils at the Hurricanes at TBD on TNT, and then the Kraken at the Stars after that. On Friday, game five, the Panthers at the Maple Leafs, again at TBD time, but on TNT, and same with the Oilers at the Golden Knights. Saturday games are all if necessary. Game six is Hurricanes at the Devils at TBD on ESPN and then the Stars at the Kraken following that game. And then Sunday will round out game sixes, Maple Leafs at the Panthers and the Golden Knights at the Oilers. Both are on, on TBD at TBD. We do not have another Formula One race this week, but we did have the first Miami GP this past weekend. It was a very star-studded event, and to no one's surprise, Max Verstappen took first place. In Olympic news or Olympic sports to watch this week, it is also not only is it conference championship week for softball, but it is for outdoor track and field as well. The only meet that you can catch really on a regular scheduled channel is the SEC Outdoor Championships. That will be on Saturday at 5 p.m. on SEC Network. You can also catch a replay of that at 2 a.m. the next day. And then um, also you can catch equestrian events at 1.30 p.m. on NBC on Saturday 
as well. The ACC Outdoor Championships will be on ACC Network at 6.30 a.m. on Sunday. We also have a couple of soccer games rounding out the week with an MLS game, LA Galaxy at versus San Jose Earthquakes. That will be Sunday at 8.30 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. That wraps it up for me this week. Again, hopefully you had a wonderful Kentucky Derby. We've got so much going on with playoffs for NHL, NBA, conference championships for softball and track and field. I will actually be at the Big 12s this weekend. But you know I got you. Check out the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports, for more times and stories. And I'll catch you all next week.